everybody and welcome to another episode of allegedly credible <laughs> why do we say it like that we don't know but just so you know this is your girl lady Faye, and this is your girl mellow supremo <laughs> back at it again <laughs> and today's episode is now it's my turn yeah okay cool <laughs> Today's episode <laughs> is called, When Is It Enough? Is It Time to Cut Off Someone Off From Your Life? Yeah, when is it time to cut someone off from your life? Yes, when is it enough cutting people off your life? Very pretty much, that's the point. That's not what you wrote, but... That's not what I wrote, but that's the point. That's All right. That's the point of the episode, All right. Okay? Stop it. <laughs> you didn't wake up and choose violence today, so... <laughs> so, um, as always, we give a disclaimer... The disclaimer, for those who want to know, is our thoughts and views are consistently evolving and we are not experts, nor do we claim to be. We won't always agree with each other, as you can clearly see, and that's okay. Um, And we're hoping you guys will take the advice you need and do whatever you want with the rest of it. And you are free to think however you want to think. Yep, throw it out. Throw it out if you don't like it. But It's we, trash! We get pretty good advice, I think. I mm-hmm. think we get really good advice. But, you know. That's sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. You know. Sometimes we just be... <laughs> whew, we be coming out of the left pocket. <laughs> why, why the left pocket? We just come know. out of all pockets. <laughs> all the pockets are we're coming out of. Anywho, back in again with season two. Let's dive right in. Um... So, I have a question for you, Danielle. Yeah. Um, have either of us had an experience or multiple experiences when we had to drop someone out of our circle? Hmm. Um, hmm. well, first of all, I'm gonna say this. I am the worst at cutting people off. And I have the worst memory, so. (laughs) (laughs) I am the worst at cutting people off. I'm very, um, I'll just say this, I'm a very forgiving person so i would say i never fully cut somebody off but i have had to take breaks from people you know what uh i don't mean to interrupt you but you said that you were a very forgiving person is being forgiving the same thing as being an acceptable like easily accepting people like do you have to accept people in order to forgive or is there are they mutually exclusive? Um, I think you can accept somebody where they're at, but not forgive them. <laughs> I'm, I do both. I accept people where they're at, and then I also forgive them. So, um, because you could be like, okay, I see that person over there. That person is shit. That person's trash. I can't mess with them. I accept that they're they're like that, but I, I can't accept mess that they're with a them. piece of shit. <laughs> I accept that they're a piece of shit. I can't mess with them. But I sure as hell won't ever forgive them. Just remember, I'll always forget that. I'm the opposite. I'm like, you know what? This person really needs to heal. They need to get their life together. And I'm accepting that they are not where I'm at right now. Okay. I will forgive them, even if I haven't done it yet. And I'm always, like, ready for reconciliation. So because I'm always ready for reconciliation, I'm just like, okay... I can still talk to that person eventually. I think, okay, so I agree with you for the majority, for the parts that I, like, I can accept people for who they are as well, and you know, like, if I personally realize that I don't bang with you like that, 
then that's just what it is. I'm still going to be cordial to you. I'm not going to, you know, outcast you or, you know, I'm just going to cast you aside in my life, my personal space. Like, I'm just not, excuse me, I'm not going to call upon you for whatever is probably only going to be a business casual kind of thing yeah situation which let me clarify this i'm gonna clarify this too because um just because i can still talk to you doesn't mean i'm gonna still talk to you in the same way that i did before like anytime we've taken i've taken a break in a relationship or something like that or anytime i just kind of stop talking to somebody and they come back no, yeah, I can still talk to you. I can still have a conversation, but we we're never gonna it's be never gonna be the same way. Yeah, I either hope that the relationship gets better in some type of way, but I also know that a lot of people ain't shit. So I will change myself and adapt myself to the situation. So if that means, oh, I can say hi and goodbye to you. We can have a conversation. We can have a little quick conversation about anything you want. But just know I'm not here for the bullshit. So no. once that happens, it's like, all right, that's it. Yeah, and like, that's if done. you keep doing the same thing over and over again, it's like, I you're just setting your position in my life. Like, you're setting it in stone. Like, it, it it's a done deal. I'm sorry. Like, there's no coming back from that. Um... I was also wondering, how can you tell the difference between a relationship that's going through a rocky phase and a relationship that needs to end? Like, how do you know if someone is just not for you right now in this moment versus, like, that's it, we're never going to be together ever again? And I'm not just talking about a romantic relationship. It could be even family. It could be friends. It could be your pet. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay. Shout out to the dead pets. (laughs) So for me, this is kind of hard. (laughs) The ones that know you, though. For me, this is kind of hard. Because, um, here we go. There are some people, when I just feel like their intentions towards me are just horrible. Like, they don't have any good intention towards me. I, you gotta go. Like, I can't talk to you. And I could literally see you on the street and just walk the other way. Um, that's when I, that, it's just when I feel like your intentions towards me aren't good at all. Like, are they actually hurting you? Like... Yeah, not phys. It might not be physically. Well, if you either physically hurt me, well, that's, a, that's already a wrap. Cause I'm gonna really fuck you up. Like you try to, if you physically try to fuck me up, I'm gonna fuck you up. But but um, you're saying like they're if, intentionally. Trying if you're to intentionally trying to hurt me, if you're intentionally trying to make me feel bad, if you're intentionally trying to do things that you know is not that you know is going to hurt me. I don't want to deal with you. I don't want any parts of you. Um, but do you think that people, like, like your friends, do you think that your friends are actually trying to... I think that there are some people yeah. who will portray themselves as your friend, uh-huh. but then when you have um, certain situations, you find out that they were, like, very manipulative the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you look back at the situation, you take a step back, you're like, wow, this per- person, like really only needed me out like I was a user or they were a user for me I was being used Uh and I allowed them to use me 
in some type of way for the sake of friendship. Um, now, when it comes to a rough patch, sometimes I think there's a point in, in friends, friendships where um, you guys just kind of aren't on the same wavelength. And it's not because you don't love that person or it's not because you don't care for that person. I think that sometimes it's just kind of like we're going through our own life phases and um you know coming together to try to i don't know what words i want to use for this but it's like you're you're you guys just aren't on the same page you guys just need a moment to really like refresh and really think about okay what do you like about each other what what why are you friends in the first place and then also in that i was reading something about how people tend to even with friendships, like, trauma bond with friends, you know, whatever. Oh, like, misery so likes like, company? Yeah, so it's just, like, um, something, you could care about a person, but then your relationship, you guys both have unhealthy behaviors, you know? Mm -hmm. And both of your unhealthy behaviors need to be corrected before you can actually make the friendship grow again. So that's where I feel like that's when you, that's more of a, um, that's more of, okay, we just need a break. And maybe we need to work on ourselves and then we can come back. Yeah. And um, rebuild our friendship. That's what I think the difference is. Because I don't think... I, I don't think it's intentional on either side to hurt the other person. Right. It just kind of happens that way. And I think that's when you really need to... You both need to kind of take a break and reevaluate yourselves and then maybe come back later. And when, you said um, that you got this from a book? <laughs> no, I'm here to that. Yes, Mel does talk to me about stuff all the time because I run through, I run with Mel through things, things that I'm thinking. But I didn't just get that from a book. I, I saw it somewhere. I forget where I saw it because you know I'm always, you know how you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and you get these little quotes and stuff oh, and yeah. random things. Or and also you know I go to therapy, and I've probably talked to my therapist about it multiple times. Sometimes I hear things from multiple sources and then it takes a minute for me to like pull the pieces together and come up. Yeah, because I definitely remember us having a conversation about like, about like, you know, the dynamic of friendships change and maybe this is like a new season that you need to learn how to uh, navigate through. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, but yeah. I just thought it was interesting because it's nice to be listened to. <laughs> you said you got it from a book? Okay. So what about you though? Like, do you feel like there's a difference between, like, how can you tell when it's time to cut it off or versus a rough edge? You know, um, like, like you, I don't really cut many people off in my life. And I think that that's feeding into my so-called hoarder mentality. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I can put anything to use in due time. But when something's just like no good, no good, I feel like it's only when they hurt me to the point that I kind of, it's like I'm bleeding. Mm -hmm. And when I get cut that deep, or and I and I see like there's no remorse or if you're a repeat offender then that's when I cut off like it depends on how badly you hurt me 
And what I'm trying to work on now is not getting to the point that you literally have to hurt me. I'm trying to work on becoming more aware of my surroundings, aware of my environment, and aware of myself in said areas so that I don't have to resort to literally getting bashed on the head multiple times in order to realize, hey, this person's no good, you know? Yeah, I'm like you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I struggle with that because I personally, I try to see the good in everybody. And I think that's just because I, I want people to see the good in me despite my flaws. Like, I know I have a decent amount of flaws that I'm, I'm working out, but I think that I really want people to um, accept me and also be willing to work with me because I know what my intentions are. I never try to hurt anybody, um, at least purposely. I know I have. And I think that when that happens, because I'm like that, I try to do that with other people often. Like, I try to um, think about their situation, of, of what kind of situation they're in. If they've suffered from depression or anxiety, if, you know, um, if they've never really been shown kindness before because... Some people, they've just really lived around a lot of miserable people. And, you know, like you said earlier, miserably loves company. And I think that sometimes, because of that, they don't know how to actually act around other people. So sometimes I think when I'm, like, trying to make things work or I'm being accepting of them in that way, it's because I think about myself, like, I know what it feels like to have a bad day, or mm -hmm. I know what it feels like to be cranky and take it out on the wrong people, and, um, I would hope that, I mean, I always apologize, um, because, like I said, I don't ever intentionally try to hurt people's feelings, but I do, mm -hmm. and I'm human, so I think that sometimes when I deal with other people, I try to keep that in mind as well, and because of that, I give people too many chances, and I get beat over the head, and I get, I do get hurt. And, um, but the thing is, here's the thing, and I think this is the hard part for me, is I have a tendency, how can I put it? I don't let a lot of people close to me in the first place. Mm. So anybody I wasn't close to, it's very easy for me to just, okay, I, I'm done with that, we're not talking again. But anybody that I allow into my bubble, or into my space, or into my circle, it's very, very hard for me to let you go because I really value you being here. I want you here. If I chose you to be this deep in here, you that's because I want presence. you here. Yeah. So for me, that's why it's like sometimes when I get hurt in that type of way by a person that I'm like, okay, you're in my close circle, it's hard for me to want to let go because I'm just kind of like... I don't have a lot of people here. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to lose more because mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna get more like you know what I'm saying yeah so maybe for me I have a hard time cutting people off because I have like a scarcity mindset like a scarcity like oh my god where am I gonna find something else like this it's kind of like you know I think I heard this from someone but it's comforting to be in the familiar mm -hmm. oh wait maybe I got that from church <laughs> praise the lord um yeah like something about being comfortable Sometimes it's you gotta break yourself after you're out of your familiar because oh there it is. There's comfort in bondage versus uncomfortable with the unknown, being mm -hmm. uncomfortable with the unknown. And 
you know, it, it's kind of convenient. Like, you've already know how that person's going to be, and, you know, like, that's, like, yeah, oh, you know that's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But that's very toxic. <laughs> it is very toxic, and the thing is, I just learned that this, you know, let me tell you something. All right, that's why we're here. Let me tell here. you something. <laughs> I think uh, God really had to show me some stuff this year, and not even just this year, but even the, the past, I will say the past three years, God has really worked on me because I said to God, like, oh, I want to buy my 30s to be way better than my 20s. Mm. So God was like, all right, 28, I'm going to start really showing you so that you can learn so that your 20, your 30s can be better. And um, he beat me up. He beat me up. God so, um... <laughs> don't, don't go on the radio waves talking about how God abuses people. You know, <laughs> I don't mean it like that, but... You know how you ask for yes. things, and you ask God, like, oh, please show me the flaws. Please show me the flaws. Please show me the people who are meant to be here in my life. And then you don't please show expect me, like, that jump when it goes smack you in the yeah, face. Yeah, when it like, goes, Whoa. like, bam, 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 damn, 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 punch, like, punch, punch. Bro, You're like, okay, like, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, I did ask for it, but I didn't know it was going to come like this. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, I wasn't ready for all that sauce. <laughs> so then, like. I have to say, like, this year really challenged, challenged, the past two years really challenged, like, what our relationship's supposed to look like. Um, what, if that, that's romantic, that's friendship, that's family-wise. Like, what are relationships really supposed to look like? And then I'm thinking back from, like, when I was growing up, um, you know, my mom always said, like, my fam, my mom's family in particular, always had some type of beef or some type of issues somewhere down the line always but my mom always taught us like you know you love your family that's family that's blood over water that's you it, like you know yeah. all that stuff like no matter what happens their family at the end of the day you love them so i think in there it's just like okay because of that even if they hurt you or have done things to to um you know affect you in a negative way you're just like okay i'll just i'll forgive it or i'll accept it because and that's, that's what you kind of like learn to do yeah. and then it's like okay well and i can say this for myself sometimes like friends have hurt me um in a way that that hurt really deep down but i was just like you know what it's like my family if i can accept my, my family has done worse things to me and if they've done worse things to me, I can accept this. Um, you know, so I think that sometimes we allow things to happen because of people, because of how we're raised. Like, yeah. And so when it comes to actually building healthy relationships, I feel like nobody really knows how to do that because, because of, we've never actually seen it. And I think that, I think that as we get older, we're challenging a lot of the social norms that we've been bred to to deal with on a daily basis and you know as people are more people of different you know different uh environments are talking to each other we're discovering how basically ass backwards all these traditions have been like what you said about you know it's your family you gotta love them no, you don't. I mean, not really. Because, <laughs> like, basically, you gotta think about it like this. And this is, I just literally thought about this. Everybody in your family is basically 
outside of you. So you're dealing with the external. And I talk about external a lot because this is prevalent in my life today. You have to be able to separate yourself from the external and really put yourself first. If you don't like being treated in a certain way, then you are the only one that can stand up for yourself and take yourself out of it. Because like I said in multiple episodes, you can only control yourself. That being said, if you're sick and tired of your parents basically talking crap to you, you don't have to stand for it. You take what you can get out of it, like, you know, whatever lesson that they're trying to display, you take that, but you don't have to take the emotional, emotional baggage that they're literally serving to you on a silver platter. Like, you can use that time to heal. You can, t like, you don't, what I'm trying to say is, you don't have to take everybody's crap. Every, the only thing that you have to take is what you bang with. You know what I'm saying? Right. I get that. I yeah. get that. And I think for me, that was a hard thing. And um, speaking of kind of, you mentioned like your family, your parents, and I realized something about, I read this a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And it's funny. I'm going to tell y'all, I wrote this topic for last season, for season one, and I decided to save it. And then this season, it's become way more prevalent because I've had a few friendships that kind of um I'm gonna say put on pause right now um we they could be friends. they could I, I I don't know yet because we haven't talked but <laughs> have been put on pause right now so um I'm gonna say this in terms of that one thing that Mel mentioned with family is it said that the relationship especially with female friends mm-hmm the relationship with your mother kind of determines the relationship you have with other females. Oh. Yeah. And that was pretty much the quote. It was like, if you had a toxic relationship with your mother, you tend to bring that toxicity into how, um, you... how you deal with other females. And I think that's kind of funny because I literally have very few female friends. I, I, but and do you think that, is that a common thing for females? Because I feel like a lot of females can say, or that, you know, they don't have a lot of females. Well, at least the females in my, you know, Well, circle. yeah, in your circle, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. in, um, I know a lot of other females who have mainly female friends that have no male friends. Because I have people who are just, like, who literally, we talked about this in the, um, relationship, uh, friends and opposite sex friends because I know people who literally like if I'm not dating a guy what do I need to be friends with him for oh oh like, yeah yeah literally. yeah I remember that yep so um mm -hmm. I think that for me I gravitated more towards males because I got I got along with my dad more than my mom growing up and um when it came to females I noticed like even this year with one of the friends that I had like kind of like a little bit of a falling out with she reminds me a lot of my mother, and it wasn't like, and I didn't really consciously realize that until we had to take a step back and be like, okay, let's take a pause. Um, let's set this boundary. Well, she set that boundary with me, and I had to be like, yo, why do I get so upset with her? Like, why? And I had to think about it. I'm like, yo, like, 
I have a lot of unresolved issues with my mother that like traumatize me and sometimes when I talk to her it reminds me of that and I automatically have to feel like I need to defend myself. Mm -hmm. So um, I read that and it's just kind of like I'm I realized I never really healed with my relationship with my mother and there's some things I need to work on with that. And I love my mom. I don't want to get anybody to think that I don't love my mom. I love your mom, too. Oh, I love my mom. We get along now, especially since I moved out. (laughs) But, I mean, there are some things that happen that I'm like, okay, I never really discussed this with her, and I never really dealt with this with her, so that I have to figure out how to take, uh, how to deal with that so that I can have better friendships um, along the way. Yeah. Um... Because I was thinking about that, too. Like, I mean, me and my mom could always have a better relationship. I just feel like me and my mom, and maybe I learned this from my mom, we don't have the best socialization skills. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember being younger, like, probably, like, in my teenage years, and my mom would have to take me with her to go hang out with her friends in order for her to open up Mm -hmm. and now even in my intimate relationships i've been brought it's been brought to my attention on numerous numerous occasions that i'm not open and i was like i you know me like i'm thinking i'm an open book because i'll talk to you about anything like but i did not know how much of a closed person i was and i think back to my mom yeah and also speaking of that my parents never had a lot of close friends growing up, so I never really saw them interact with their friends or anything like that. So I think that because of that also, I never really had a good example of, like, what friendships are supposed to look like. Yeah, yeah. And also, I didn't really have friends until I gra- until college. Like, I had a very few friends growing up, and then, like, we barely talked, like... I would only I would only have very small few friends all the time. So when they disappeared, it would really hurt because yeah. I'm like, yo, I have abandonment issues. Like, why why don't you leave me? Did I do something wrong? Please come back. It's like, something you know, that whatever. I did, and it's not necessarily something that you did, or it is not even necessarily something that that person did. It's maybe maybe y'all grew up and grew apart, and you know, no hard feelings. Um, but that's not necessarily like unhealthy because um sometimes it's like you know when you outgrow your genes you're gonna just keep your genes and some people do do that some people keep their genes like i'm gonna get back to that but what if it's something that's not meant to get back to maybe those genes were from fourth grade and it's got a whole bunch of grass stains in it and maybe some like embedded turd flakes from accidents in your past like that's just toxic and throw them shits away don't even donate them because salvation army don't even want them they don't even want them toxic 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 oh my gosh (laughs) and i know people that still fit in their pants from fourth grade i'm not one of them So, like, okay, so here's another thing, too. This is always a thing because I have an issue with this. So, when a relationship is ending, like a friendship or whatever, you're cutting people off, are you obligated to tell them, like, that, okay, I can't, like, I really can't bang with you anymore? Oh, or do you just stop talking? Okay. Um, I've only did this 
once. And maybe I could have handled it better. But me and my ex-friend, we had a falling out because I feel like she was just... Yo, it's always the girls, too. Girls just suck. <laughs> girls suck. And I can say that because I have friends that are girls. <laughs> no. Okay, so me and my ex-girlfriend, like, we had a falling out. And she actually started, she said that she didn't want to talk to me ever again. And I said, Okay. And that kind of put the ball in her court. Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. Actually, you know, I didn't even apologize. I was just like, say less. Like, that's cool with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I had more so a problem when she tried to come back in my life. Mm -hmm. And not even come back in my life. Come back to my life indirectly. Like, started talking to people that I was friends with. That we weren't even mutual friends with. Like, mm -hmm. I had a friend after, and then she decided to get cool and buddy-buddy with them. And then they're like, oh, hey, Mel. And I'm just like, uh, I thought you didn't want to talk to me ever again. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not really the one that breaks people off. People break off from me, and I'm just right there with you. Like, we don't have to be friends anymore. Okay. You know All what right. Yeah. So, I don't know if you have to... I mean, it's probably best to be like, I think that we shouldn't be friends anymore. Mm -hmm. But if you're not even in the headspace to go and say that, I don't see a reason why not to tell them because you got to put yourself first, like I said. You know what I'm saying? I get that, but I also... I'm the opposite. I'm, like, really weird. For, so, first of all, I have to tell somebody because I can't not... Cause I need someone to know, like I and I like I can't like this isn't working for me anymore. Do you do that so that there's no room for error, like in the future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want it to be known, like I cannot do this anymore. I want it to be specifically stated because, and when I say I can't do this anymore, I mean like we cannot talk, we cannot communicate. I do not want you in my space at all anymore. And I think the reason why I'm like that is because I need to know that. Like, I'm that type of person. I don't like it when people just stop talking. Because, I mean, that's happened to me where people just stop talking to me and I have no clue why they stop talking to me. I have no clue if I did something. Um, and yeah. I don't know that. So I try to treat people the way I want to be treated. So because of that, it's like, I'm going to let you know exactly what you did. I'm going to be like, I can't do this. I wish you the best, but do not contact me. We don't ever need to talk again. I don't really do that often because that's just not who I am. Mm -hmm. Because I always feel like there's room for growth. But um, I will tell somebody because I, I, need, I want it to be played out, plain, simple, clear. Plus, I'm going to tell everybody else too because I want people to know, like, I don't mess with this person anymore. Like, do not. Like, we could go to the, to, like, if you invite this person to a event, I can be there, but I would act like they don't exist because I already told them don't talk to me. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I could do that too. Like, if we're at an event and... Well, okay. If I'm at an event and there's someone there that I already cut ties with... Right. I'd... Maybe... I just feel weird 
Like, I acknowledge you. Like, if you come, I'm, if you come to me, I'm going to be like, hey. And, like, I'm going to keep it completely. Mm-hmm. High and goodbye. That's yeah, it. high and goodbye. But I'm not going to be like, oh, things. Like, I'm not going to be like that. No. 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 Me either. And for me personally, it's just like, I just had to tell you. Like, I have to let it be known. Like, you fucked up. This is it. I'm but you know that. what? I feel like I'm also sort of like a people pleaser, too. Because I will feel bad because I feel like I'm being a bitch. <laughs> and I'm not a bitchy person. Like, it's no. weird. <laughs> I won't feel bad if I told you. Now, now... Even if you hurt me, I still feel, feel bad. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. If somebody hurt me and my feelings were hurt... Somehow, I still feel compelled to, like, try to make that person feel better. And I'm like, yo. Why? Why? Like, why do you have, like, why, <laughs> why can't I choose myself? Like, I'm literally, like, <laughs> I'm, like, the worst advocate for myself. <laughs> like, I literally, I was just telling Danielle, I put myself in such crazy positions. Why do I bring myself in there? Like, maybe I just love t- toxicity. Maybe I like just stirring into the bullshit and I never heal. This is why I never go anywhere. I'm always stuck. I'm always stuck. And maybe if I actually put myself first, maybe if I actually, you know, took responsibility and stopped being such a quote-unquote shitbag to myself, maybe I wouldn't be in such toxic-ass relationships. You know, I'm, I'm really... See, this is what I tell you. God was beating me up this year. God was beating me up this year because I'm telling you, like, I'm that person. Like, I literally... I literally will... I'm usually the one who gets cut off. Like, people just really stop talking to me. And it really hurts because I don't understand what I did or I don't understand what happened. Now, um... Sometimes people do tell me, like, when I, when someone does tell me what I do, I do try to correct it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say before, I didn't have, like, if it happened repeatedly, it's because I didn't have the tools to correct it. And now I do. So now it's just like, okay, I'm really trying to make this step here. I'm really trying to make amends here. But then my next question is, like, so here's my issue. Sometimes I feel like the blame is always on me. But you put yourself, you blame yourself. I do blame myself, but I think I blame myself because I'm so used to the blame being put on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if something happened, Mm -hmm. it's usually always my fault that something happened in somebody's eyes. Like, that's not, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. Because it's a lot easier, it's a lot easier to blame the other person versus, you know, putting yourself on the shopping block. Yeah, yeah, so... I tend to get blamed a lot, and I usually take the blame because I'm like, damn, maybe I could have done something better. Maybe I could have handled this better. Maybe I could have done that. And I, I do because I'm, I'm always just trying to reevaluate myself mm-hmm. um, and, like, who I am and how I could have handled things differently. And because of that, it's just, that can be tiring as well, just always having to be the one to be like, hey, it's my fault. I'll take the blame. Like, I'll take all the responsibility. I'll do that. Um, but now I'm kind of like, one thing I'm trying to learn is like, okay, you know what, Danielle, you can't control what other people do. Mm-hmm. You can't control how other people perceive you. The only thing you can do is try to learn from the situation and move on. So if, um, somebody stops talking to you, maybe they just weren't meant for you in the first place. 
Um, instead of you trying to really sit here and figure out why, because that's me all day, I'll be like, well, why did this happen? Like, what happened? Like, why is it like this? Maybe I just have to, like, be like, okay, it's just, right now, it's just not the time. This person is not meant for you. Maybe you outgrew each other. Maybe it's just whatever. I'm going to still fight because that's just how I am. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn as hell. And also, you know, like I said, if I feel like you're important to me, I'm going to fight. I'm mm-hmm. going to fight as hell. I'm going to fight hard as hell for it. But at the same time, you can't force anything. Because if you try to force it, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass, like, tenfold. So... That's when I'm just like, I gotta really learn how to let things go, accept what things are, and maybe not so fight so hard from it. Because if it's meant to come to you, come back to you, it will. Yeah, it will. If it's meant to. Yeah. And, and resolved, and re- and you'll be able to resolve things. I think that's... Because that's the difference, because yeah. I that's one thing I had to learn, because people can come back... But you didn't resolve oh, shit, so yeah. now you're back in that same loop that you were before. Yeah. Um, and some people aren't ever going to change, and you have to accept that too. And you can love them from afar, but not talk to them. <laughs> like, you can love them from a distance and be like, yeah, you can't be in my nice sacred place. space. Yeah. I really have to make... I really have to make sure that I keep my space sacred. Because right now, I feel the way that I am is my space is kind of kind of has like a revolving door mm-hmm. and i try to act like i'm unfazed like people can walk out people can walk in and i'm perfectly fine with it but i'm so disconnected from myself right now i don't even know if that shit's okay with me i can't even tell like if people I, like i can't tell the difference between a me actually accepting something honest to God or me just letting stuff happen, mm-hmm. you know, and me trying to play like I'm unfazed, right? Because I'm not a great person who does true blue reflection, mm-hmm. and stuff will just pop up and I'm already, like, I'll, I'll just fall into a tizzy because I wasn't expecting it. But it was literally, literally written on the board the whole time. And I was just like, huh? Psh, oh, shit! You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was written on the board. I'm the, like, I'm the same way. Like, it's, like, so weird because some, something be written on the wall. And I'm just like, mm, mm, no, we can fix that. I'm going to take the dry erase, like... The, the dry erase, <laughs> and I'm just going to erase that and just try to fix it into a formula I'm gonna that works, you know what I mean? <laughs> And then it'll be like, Danielle, the writing, it'll reappear. It'll wall. just keep reappearing. And I'm just like, God dang, like, I'm trying to fix this. Like, I'm trying to purposely make it work for me. Like, this don't will you work. see that this is going to work? And it's just like, no, no girl, it's not. It go. This person is not for you. This person is not meant to be in your life. Like, yes. stop. And I'm just stop. like, okay. 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 Oh. God. God. Like, dang. why? Can't you tell me in a different way? <laughs> people aren't in your life like why is it such a hard pill to swallow like why don't you want better things for yourself like if i know that every time i come around this person you literally give me splinters why am i fighting
fighting to get he more splinters. Like, why like, what am I doing? Like, why am I trying to do this? You know what? It didn't hurt that bad. But I swear to you, I swear to you, I swear to you, it's because, like, for me personally, I'll I'll give you an example, okay? So my mom did love them both dearly. My mom is very quick. She she is my mom does not deal with people. If you get on her, my nerves, mom neither. She's done. <laughs> she does. My like, dad is more like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's we okay. Can we can it. work through it. We can do whatever. So very, I think very I'm like, kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, like so. I'm kind of like in the middle where I'm not. I always felt like sometimes I felt like my mom was too dismissive too quickly. And I think for me, for that, I was like, well, I don't want to be like that. But then sometimes I thought, like, my dad just, like, let people kind of walk all over, all over him, like, multiple yeah. times. And I just be like, okay, well, I don't want to be like that. So I try to be in the middle where it's like, okay, I give you multiple chances. And then when you, the last one, the last one, that's it. Yes. We're done. We're, we're done. I gave you the chance. That's it. I'm not going to keep forgiving you. We're done with that. I'm done. Yeah. Um... So I think I got that balance from my parents, but sometimes I feel like I just need to fine tune it a little bit more. That's because, what life's uh... all about. <laughs> life is literally about finding a way to make your parents' life work in a healthy way for you. <laughs> <laughs> like you take you take, you know, your little memo pad and you collect all these notes throughout your whole life watching your your guardians and then when it's time for you to step out of the house and put those notes to work, it's literally trial and error. Like, it it's so crazy. <laughs> like, I, it's so, like it, it just baffles me. It's like either you accept having no friends at all and all you need is yourself in life, or you basically turn your life into a cult. <laughs> it's like, yes, everybody's welcome. But then you gotta find out at the end of the day, you gotta put, pay that price. Like, do I really wanna drink the Kool Aid? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> what? No, cause like, you think about it, like, you want every. For the people that just love having people around, they'll take people by any means necessary. And then there's always gonna be a point in that life, it's just like, yo, I need to do. I need you to do me a favor. And you're not prepared for that. <laughs> so there's the Kool-Aid. <laughs> it's like, yo, bro, I need the strap. Like, wait, what? Wait, I thought we were playing checkers. <laughs> On that note, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Um, in general, because I know that there have been points in my life where I wasn't the best version of myself, so to anybody that I might have been toxic to or had any type of um, thing where you felt like you needed to cut me off, I really do apologize. I am working on healing myself and changing myself to be the best person I possibly could be, so I do apologize for that. Um, I hope you guys can forgive me, and it's okay if we never talk again, but just know that um, I'm a different person. I always try to be a different person. Um, also, um, there are just some things that I am no longer accepting mm. in my life. Um, so I'm going to say this. These are three toxic traits I'm no longer accepting. I'm not accepting people who want more from me than they're willing to give me myself. And that means, like, I know people love differently and do things differently, 
Like, but if I'm supporting you and I'm showing up for you every single time that you need me, and I can't even get the basic decency for, like, small stuff, like, I can't even get you to show up when you say you're going to show up, we're not, I can't deal with that anymore. That's, that's done. Wait, wait, wait. When you say show up, I hope you're not talking about on time, because you know who your friends are. I know who <laughs> Emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever. If, if if I have been there to, if I'm always there to support you and back you up and, and be there to, um, you know, be a backbone for you. Like, for instance, I'll give a great example. So, some people have businesses, um, and I've always supported them with their businesses. They don't even have to really ask me. I'll just be there. I'll just be like, oh, I'm going to show up, show up, show up, show up. But then you know that I'm doing stuff as well, and you don't even ask me about it. You don't even help to share it. You don't even help do any. You of that don't even stuff. comment when you ask. <laughs> but I've done that for you, and I've really made it a point to do it for you. Then um, that's what I mean, like that mm-hmm. kind of exchange. Okay. Like I know everybody does things differently, and I can accept the way as as we talked before about like love languages and stuff. I can accept the way you love, but at the same time, it's just like. I just need that support the same way I will give you a support. Yeah. And when I say, like, show up, um, oh, oh, sorry, let me go to a second, another talking tree. I don't want any liars. I can't deal with people who lie. I just need honesty. Danielle is an honest person. I need honesty. So if you can't be honest with me, and when I say honest, I don't care if I don't like what you said. I don't care if you, if I don't like, um... If you're afraid you're going to hurt my feelings, I don't care. Like, I just, I don't care. I just want honesty because how I receive what you say to me, that's on me. Mm-hmm. But if I find out later that you lied to me about something or if you uh, are say something to somebody else but you can't talk to me about it, I that, that upsets me. That gets me um, really upset. Uh, said and the other thing i'm like just not tolerating anymore is um people who just aren't considerate of my time my time is valuable so what do you mean like people wasting your time wasting not considerate of my time of like i guess i kind of go straight with uh the showing up thing like yeah literally if you say you're gonna be somewhere and do something i expect you to do it like and you don't even contact me to be like, oh, I'm not coming anymore. It's like, I really carved out that time for you. And you didn't even take the time to hit me up to be like, oh, I'm not going to make oh, it. Oh, like a no call, no show. Call, no call, no show. I don't have time for that anymore. That's it. Those are toxic traits to me. I can't deal. You know, I, as you were talking about what you're not going to no longer stand for, I really need to think what... I'm not going to stand for. I'm going to say right now what I'm going to work on. So I do apologize for the people that I've hurt in my past. I take full responsibility and I acknowledge that I hurt you. And if I did it, please know that it wasn't intentional because I never want to hurt people. That's not my MO. Even if I sound 
in that moment very self-centered i'm not doing it to hurt you consciously or purposefully um because i really care about your feelings just as i care about my own feelings and sometimes a lot of times especially in the past i've been very inconsiderate so i do greatly apologize and i promise myself that i'm going to work on that because i don't want to be a person that drives people away and i know that i have done it in the past what i will say is what i want to work on is not reacting or or doing doing stuff based off of fear because i do know that sometimes i push people away from how i react with fear fear is um has a very strong hold in my life whether it's like you know as simple as like you coming at me too aggressively um i'm going to be a braver person i'm going to be a better version for myself because that's what i know that i deserve i know that i deserve to put myself first um so i want to i want to do that and i will acknowledge that i do need to reflect more um because i do react without thinking a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes it can get me into some trouble but just know that if i do hurt you i don't mean to do it on purpose and i'm sorry okay all right mm-hmm. well i'm gonna say this too uh, also i just want to say one more thing um in terms of things that are kind of toxic to me um is i don't like it when people hold i feel i don't like it when people hold me to a higher standard than i feel like they hold themselves um that's very difficult for me so it's just kind of like if we're going to be if we're going to be friends if we're going to keep you if i'm going to keep you in my life or if you're going to be around like you have to also realize when you make mistakes and you're going to have to accept that part just as i'm going to have to accept that part on my my end and i'm going to have to fix it as well but it can't just be one-sided i feel like there's a lot of times where one person in a relationship is always trying harder than another and um i think that's just unhealthy and if we really need to be we need really need to be out here trying to build healthier relationships we need to like break down a lot of um emotional traumas that we've had on our lives so due to that i'm just gonna go straight into our takeaways of the episode our three takeaways that we really want you to really think about um number one for me if anybody is physically hurting you emotionally hurting you or um just constantly doing things to intentionally make you feel like less of a person they need to go it's time for them to go um it doesn't matter what their relationship is in your yeah life. it doesn't matter if they're if they're your mama it doesn't matter if they're your your uh significant other it doesn't matter if they're supposed to be your best friend if they're intentionally doing or things, your children 
if they were intentionally doing things to hurt you, they need to go. Number two, um, really think about your core values. Think about what you want out of life. Think of what you want out of your friendships and what you expect to have. And really, I'll put it this way. If you want better relationships, you got to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out what you need to do. You got to figure out your flaws. You got to deal with all of that. And I'm going to go back to that. If y'all need to go to therapy to do it, go to therapy to do it. Because we all have some toxic behaviors that need to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So if you want better relationships, y'all need to uh, heal yourselves first. Because then that goes into my last thing. Once you know who you are, you'll be better at picking better people in your better life. people in your life. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be better at picking better people in your life. And yeah, I know this is the last thing. This is just me personally. Um, I'm always open for reconciliation. Some people will be like, nah, 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 f that. But me personally, I'm always who ready says for. That? There are a lot of people who do not once the once they're done with you, they are done nah, with you. Fuck reconciliate. What? Yeah, there who are people says that, that once you're done, they're done with you. Oh, so okay. So me okay, personally, yeah. I am always down for reconciliation. But just know that the reconciliation that you might think that <laughs> that you might have in mind is not the same reconciliation that. I might have in mind. So, <laughs> we're going to have to be on the same page as that. Just know that. Know that you ain't ever going to come back in my life the same way you were before. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Our relationship will never, never be, be the, the same, same. Ever. hmm But just know that I'm always ready for reconciliation. Yeah. So, I don't know if I have three uh, takeaways, but I'm just going to say what I know. I know that in order, like, a lot of my um, takeaways are going to align with Danielle's um, first off top. You got, you got to know yourself. That's it. By any means necessary. And I think that this is probably going to be my only takeaway because... I know that in order to have relationships with people, relationships with people reflect on your relationship with yourself. So if you have, you know, if you can't get a decent friendship, a decent relationship whatsoever, that's a tall tale sign that you got to reevaluate yourself because you're probably, you're probably not giving yourself, you know, enough service. You know, you, you got to go from within. And I say this almost every episode. You gotta go from within, see what's good, see what needs to take be taken out, and really do with that because that's the only way that you're gonna make better decisions in your everyday life. So I think that's all I'm gonna say is like you gotta know yourself in order to give people the version that will actually end up in a good outcome. All right. So, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Allegedly Credible. As always, you can find us at www. Did I say that right? Yeah, www.allegedlycredible.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Allegedly Credible. If you want to follow us personally, you can follow Mel at the main chick. That's the underscore main underscore chick on instagram 
You can also find my good friend Danielle at. You can find me at Creative Lady Fay. That's where I put my art, my music. I need to post more on there, but I apologize. Or you can find me at Lady Fay Two One Two. That is my fitness page. So if you want to follow my fitness journey, you're more than welcome to find me there. Yep. All right, guys. Peace out. See you next week. And you are awesome. <laughs> <laughs>